Ah. <clears throat> okay. Ah. Okay. <laughs> it's not stopping. <laughs> Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we did it, we really weren't sure where to go, and we found the Anchor app, and it has been amazing for us. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. They'll put it up on all the major streaming platforms. It's 100% free, and they even find sponsors for you, so you don't have to bother looking around for it. All you have to do to get started is just go to anchor.fm backslash start, and you can start recording a podcast today. So come join us there. Thanks. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about one thing and one thing only right now, Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize your Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Now I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. This app has been absolutely amazing. It was incredibly simple to set up. With one click of a button, I had the app downloaded onto my phone and right away they had me select a few topics that I was interested in and I've had the best feed all week long and it's been great. Get started now at Flipboard.com. Flipboard, the storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. Yeah. Oh man, Stefan's feeling rough today. What happened? So, um, you know Tim Schumann? No. You do, but okay. it's okay. Um, so <laughs> uh, me and him, like when I've seen him at shows uh, since Charlie Siren broke up about two years ago, you know, shout out for the anniversary that just came by. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh the last few times I've seen him at shows, we talked about like, oh man, we should jam or something or, um, you know, just cause he was the one not to cut you off, but you were talking about doing the water breather and singing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause he was doing, he did mad dogs of glory. Okay. So, yes. No, yeah, we, you remember now. Um, so we, uh, finally actually he came over yesterday and he brought a delicious treat, which was, um, there's a distillery, I guess, by our house in South Minneapolis, uh, Du Nord. I hadn't actually heard of it before. And for some special event that uh, Tim's wife was working at, they made uh, specialty cocktails and like bottled them in like liquor bottles. Oh, wow. So they had um, these a few different kind of varieties that they made. He brought over because um, he knows the the people who own the distillery. So he was able to kind of swipe a few extra bottles. So he brought over one, which was um, old fashioned. Oh, no. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure it, it, it... it was it was smooth. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, it was really good. I don't really care about old fashions usually, but it was just very smooth. It was really good. We went through most of that bottle. And then um, Stefan was hanging out too. And he got into his uh, gin and tonics. And apparently, I didn't realize this. I wasn't keeping track of him. He blacked out at like 6 p.m. Wow. <laughs> and just woke up on the couch at 2 a.m. And he's like, what happened? <laughs> Holy shit. Were you still awake at 2 a.m.? No. no. <laughs> I went to bed at like... 11 11 30 like i thought he had just started taking a nap on the couch i did not realize he was that drunk at all and then so like i'd had dinner and like he made himself dinner and then he fell asleep on the couch i thought it was just like a nap so he was just <laughs> totally normal just regular yeah. stuff and behavior but he was not there he yeah. was on autopilot just yeah. doop, 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 doop. well i mean that's never good. It's never good to drink that much. Yeah. For who, I don't care who you are. Like yeah. you shouldn't, that's just not right. You shouldn't be blacking out. But it is, that is impressive to see someone and then know like, oh, you don't, you don't know what you were doing during that whole time. Yeah. Yet all you were doing was making yourself dinner and then putting yourself to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was his, it was total normal behavior all across the board. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. That's also scary because if it was total normal behavior, but he didn't have any recollection of it, that's also very dangerous. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to go. Obviously, he's not going to go driving, mm-hmm. obviously. But like you wouldn't know that he wasn't capable of yeah, doing exactly. whatever because yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah. That's wow. I guess I've never. Yeah. And I've never seen someone and then know like, oh, you don't remember any of that. You were just totally normal. Yeah. But, that was crazy. Um, that was that was my night. Right and on. We we did a little bit of jamming, but more drinking than jamming. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, is is that super secret thing that we were talking about super secret? Probably. Mm, I'd say for now. Um, okay. I think it'll. Yeah, I don't know. Probably for now. Yeah. Well, my fingers don't hurt yet because I haven't started. But I'll be working on that soon. Probably today. I am one down. One down? One down. And it was what I thought was going to be the hardest one. Okay. Well, for all you listeners that are wondering what we're, you know, vague booking about, Mm -hmm. you'll find out some other time. Yeah. So we'll just have to leave it at that. Yeah. But um, getting into what I was doing last night was watching, just getting caught up on all the hot ones that I've missed. Oh, okay. Because I've... I still really want us to do that mm-hmm. where we're going to just get, you know, four or five wings and just do that steep ramp up to yeah. hot. Oof, oof, oof. I'm going to have a panic attack. That's the worst thing. Well, the would it be worse if we did it like we could do it on another day? So then you don't have to worry about doing the show and that. No, or, I'm fine with that. It's so just, just I know just the, the wings. It's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Um, so if, if there are any local listeners that have any hot ones, sauces, please reach out. But if you have the, the bomb, just don't even, I, <laughs> I've already got that one covered. Like that one's on, that is 100% the one that we will for sure be able to get. Oh, God damn it. That's like the one I just want nothing to do with. Like the other ones are going to be hot enough. Yeah. But that one is like, that one is just torture for people. Mm-hmm. That's why. I don't know, but I mean, you don't have to feel bad. Like you don't have to eat the whole thing or even take a big bite because last night when I was watching the Jonas Brothers do it, they were just like just <laughs> peeling off the tiniest piece. And it's like, you're faking it. See, last night I, wa- I was watching the Trevor Noah one yes. and he was just like, just go and he was cleaning wings. Cleaning wings and then just like, mm, that's that's good flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, no. yeah, he, he didn't really it didn't hit him too hard. Like it got, you know, it got a little much where he was taking a little bit longer to answer questions at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think just being a he was just so well composed being as a an talk show host. I think as an interviewer, you just know how to just keep your shit together. And right, it's just second nature at that point for him. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, you know, talked to so many people. Where it's just like, just be cool. Just keep it together and get to yeah. the next question. Because I think um, I might be just making it up in my head, but I think there's a Seth Meyers one, too. Yes. And is. that one I, I thought was really good, too. And I felt kind of the same where he just it was just like, yeah, he, he held it together really well. Yeah. And that's, you know, I was really hoping for a little more reaction, but it was still his last his closing comments about, you know, being on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Really like. Go check out that episode. I'm not going to spoil it, but mm-hmm. solid, solid <laughs> insight on on number twos. Yeah. And just the human condition, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so in junction with that, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was the Halle Berry. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Well, she basically there's just a bit where she's talking about John Wick and mm-hmm. all the training that they did, specifically the training with their dogs. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, surprise. Here he goes talking about dogs. Um <laughs> And I'm just watching, mm-hmm. listening, watching. And Jackie from the other, from the kitchen, she's like, how pissed off are you getting right now? <laughs> because they're just talking about all the training techniques and all this crazy intense stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm fine. Just like <laughs> slowly boiling over. Yeah. Well, uh, so I haven't watched that one yet, but what were they going over that you, were they doing bad Which, technique or just... A, a different style of training that you don't really associate with. Yeah. It was more so just the, you know, intensity and using your dog as an attack dog. Oh, okay. it's just like 
people do what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that's like, I don't really feel that that should be necessary. So it was, a, it was a lot more, would you say just like obedience training where like heavy obedience just training. training to just be so ready for a to, command. Yes. And, and always because that, what that does to the dog's mindset is just like intense, intense. So mm-hmm. they're never able to just like, let yeah. it go. So that's why. And when she's like, Oh yeah. And then I taught my poodles at home to be like that. Just watch the door. And when I give this command, they attack. And it's like, that's that's not that's not cool. Yeah, attack poodles. Come on, <laughs> nobody's gonna take. That's you your s- point, right? Yeah, nobody's gonna take you serious with poodles. Mm-hmm. But that's the perfect cover. Yeah, they are. It is a kind of a sleeper weapon or something. Yeah, you just see them just prancing around, just and next thing you know, <laughs> rip you apart. Um, so that's what I had to say about that. But those to be kind of devil's advocate, because like I know, obviously, with like, um, like police dogs and stuff like that they obviously go through that type of training but at the same time they also get because you know those dogs they have a job and yep um they need to be alert and so i i do see a i don't want to say it's cruel for the dog it may be unfair for the dog that you know that's kind of the lot they're thrown in with mm-hmm. and you know they're a dog that has to have a job rather than being able to just lay around the house or whatever but they also still get like they get their downtime and they get those times. And same with like service animal dogs, like true service animal dogs, true service animal dogs, people um, where, you know, they they have their time where they're on duty, but then they have their times where they get to just do whatever they want. And, you know, they get to be off the leash or or whatever. But like, I think that's also just part of their training of like. This is your time to be dog. This is your time while you're at work. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but that was kind of my understanding of how how that works, where they do have their times where they get to kind of they get their weekends. Yeah, and I I hope that they do, and I'm sure that they get their rest and relaxation. Mm -hmm. It is. I do wonder, like, who is who does take care of them when they're not working Mm -hmm. what what is their you know do they get compensation or is it just a expendable kind of oh we lost another dog whatever yeah i definitely hope that's not the case um because i did see like a heartwarming story where the you know all these police officers lined up as they were putting down one of their service or police dogs mm -hmm. and it was because the dog had you know bad hip problems this and that so they were all lined up outside the vet as he was being carried into, yeah, he's getting down. you know a serviceman's funeral. Yeah, which was sweet. And then I just wanted to make sure that it, like what was the condition that the dog like it couldn't live, so it had to be put down. Yeah. So I did a little digging with it, and it was it was medical issues. That- yeah, because they have like in I think it's in San Antonio where they have all the flunked out um, like mm-hmm. drug sniffing dogs where like. If they're like totally well trained, at least obedience trained, and they're just, you know, they didn't make the cut for maybe they're too friendly or just like too, they're too, too like into cocaine rather than just like letting people know right. they found it. Um, <laughs> but so that they're like, all right, you can get a free drug dog who just flunked out. Like you just got to come to San Antonio, you can have it. Where it's not like they're like, well, He didn't work out, so we're just going to kill him. But they're like, yeah, that that would not be that would not be fun. Yeah, no. But speaking of flunked out and, you know, actually, it really ties in well. This is we're getting good at this. So last night also, Jackie was letting the dogs out in Mm -hmm. the back. And all of a sudden I just hear, no, drop it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is a situation where I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. Yeah. Go see what's going on. And I only see Hatter kind of like buzzing around the yard sniffing. Yeah. And I eventually like get a hold of him, calm him down. And Jackie's putting something through the fence. And I'm like, oh, shit. He he caught an animal. Oh, okay. Hopefully it's okay. And then when she goes and, you know, she shows me or tells me what's going on. She shows me a bunch of dogs. This little precious nugget of a baby rabbit Aww. that he 
found the burrow, which is in our backyard now. Yeah. And pulled it out ever so gently. Mm-hmm. And then when she's like, hey, no, drop it. He like just kind of dropped it immediately. Yeah. And then was kind of like, what, I'm, in, I'm in trouble. Well, I don't think it was that. It's just kind of like, what do I do now? Like, do I go sniff? Do I run after it? But she had it in her hands and he was kind of like following her, but not mm-hmm. like jumping at her. Yeah. So he was definitely being way more gentle, but it was still like, holy shit, you almost ate this tiny baby bunny. Yeah. But also, like maybe that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he just made that rabbit like way tougher and like, you know, don't do this. But I also thought as soon as Jackie put it through the fence, if there was an owl that just <laughs> swooped it up. Nature's bullshit. <laughs> and so at some point today, I have to go out in the backyard and see if they've like moved on. Mm-hmm. If not, we're going to keep bringing the dogs as we should just for walks to, you know, go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Yeah. Rather than just let them free in the back and yeah. let them come back in when they're done. But it was just like, oh, dang. But good for him for not killing. Yeah, that is good that he because I know that was something that you've said about. You know, his desire to check out the cat Mm -hmm. where it's not the I want to kill and eat this cat. It's just I need to figure out what this is. Yeah, I need to just investigate so that you do see when he does get to that thing he wants to investigate. He was actually being gentle and I I imagine, you know, gentle. Yeah, I mean, he was able to like stick his head into a burrow or it was sitting out and he picked it up without puncturing it or like maiming it Mm -hmm. which is pretty impressive because that's not a tiny bunny rabbit that he picked up and i'll post the picture on on instagram or facebook even maybe it was a first first post yeah (laughs) um but it it was just really nice to see like okay he let it go Mm -hmm. but it still shows like okay we can work on some things but he's on the right path of being more calm when he's going into those sort of situations yeah And, and being told like Hey, let's not let's not pick that up. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah. Or he just heard like mom being super pissed and serious. Well, not pissed, very serious. Yeah, because maybe a little pissed. Probably, probably <laughs> like terrified, but was serious enough about it to mm-hmm. not make hat or be like, okay, this is what's making you nervous. <laughs> mm, rabbit stew. Um, <laughs> and then there was uh, another thing that Jackie was sharing with me that I wanted to share with you today. Okay. So I'm not sure how I can share this onto Instagram. And I'm actually, I forgot what it was um, specifically, but I know it was on TikTok. <laughs> okay, of course every, it was. Every time I look over at Jackie, she's on TikTok. For so, real? Yeah. It's yes. like her new scrolling, like fun video. And it's her just, and Christina. Just... Yeah. It's just constant. So I'm just going to hold it over here. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to open the app. Oh, I remember this now. So it's a baby walking down, maybe at a family reunion or a wedding, to the village people. <laughs> and and just as the the cor- oh my god, make it stop! <laughs> and just as the chorus kick or. Verse kicks in, he gets a American, like a craft singles tossed at his forehead and it lands just <laughs> spot on. Which, like, I don't know where that craze came from of just suddenly throwing cheese at animals and unsuspecting people. Well, I'm pretty sure it was just with that video where the person, how to disarm a cat and you, they just threw the single, yeah. uh, single sliced cheese on <clears throat> it and it just like slowly melted. <laughs> But I'm sure that video is going to get a huge uproar because throwing things on kids' faces is hilarious. Is hilarious. <laughs> You're right. And and everybody's got a problem with funny. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be big funny or well, obvious funny. Well, what if that baby's lactose intolerant? You know. Ooh. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh damn. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have a sippy sip. Okay, have a little sip. I thought of. Something that I just thought was an interesting question. I don't even remember where it came from in my head. Like, I I must have been watching, like, an interview with something uh, kind of eccentric or something like that. But I was just thinking, 
if you were to become like ultra famous, like like Rihanna famous or whatever, Beyonce, and then, you know, you were doing a tour for whatever you happen to be doing, what would you say is like your the thing that you would be most a diva about, like that the unimportant thing that you think would just set you off if it's not right every time? Um, <laughs> well, awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can find some music to put in there. I know I'm putting it on the spot, so it's okay. No, I mean, the first thing that actually came to mind, and it's not even that bad, but I know I'd be furious if it was. So I think that's pretty diva. Like, I could live with it, but I'd be furious. Yeah. Is the flavor of my omeprazole. <laughs> yeah so they make to my knowledge two flavors mm-hmm. unflavored because mm-hmm. these are just pills you take for heartburn if you're not familiar mm-hmm. so i take them every morning and then there's like a wild berry flavor oh, okay and i bought the wild berry flavor once and i buy them in like the 42 pill pack yeah so, so it's a commitment it's a commitment and once i did it i was like oh fuck there are these wild berry ones not the original whatever i'll make do yeah. But after I would eat them, it would have such a wild berry fake flavor on it mm-hmm. that I would be burping that up all day. Oh, jeez. So it was like a constant reminder that I fucked up and got the wrong ones. <laughs> but the worst part is that I, well, not worse because I, I stuck with it. I committed. Mm-hmm. You to went through the whole thing. The whole thing. And I I would be furious if that's like the pills that they brought me because I would probably just commit to them. But mm-hmm. I guess at that point when I just... You know, it would be the next day you'd get a new thing of them probably. Yeah, but I feel like that would be extremely wasteful. And I I'd like to think that despite having, you know, celebrity status and I assume wealth Mm -hmm. that I would be, you know, like trying to be conservative. But then maybe I'd be like, "Ah, fuck it. Just give me a new one. Yeah. But I think that that would probably be my. At the moment, best I can think of. Okay. See, I was trying to think of it and I was also I was I was struggling for a while. Then I think the best I could think of is just um in terms of soda of just getting I need Coke Zero. It's gotta be that. Coke Zero, okay. Not the cherry Coke Zero, not Diet Coke, not Pepsi Zero or whatever their one is. Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max. At least I think that's unless that's supposed to mean like maximum calories. <laughs> we put as much sugar as the <laughs> FDA would allow us in this. <laughs> mm. If you're with Pepsi, tell us if we have the correct reading on that. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me, like, being a kid and going to my grandma's, that's all that would be in her fridge was Pepsi. Not, mm-hmm. not Diet Pepsi or whatever, just regular Pepsi. Yeah. And, like, a freestanding thing of milk. Mm-hmm. Like, she would not drink milk. It was always Pepsi. Pepsi, long, long brown cigarettes. Oof. And then lemon meringue pie, like fucking Cruella Deville cigarettes. Uh, well, she <laughs> she had like the stick that you so your hands don't smell like cigarettes. Yeah, but yeah, they were always like super long and like it would have the the ashes just kind of rolling back. <laughs> and I think it was Dominic one time as a kid he saw a Pepsi and he's like, oh, and drink it, and he grabs it and he starts to drink it and it was just full of the ash. Oh, and a little no. bit of Pepsi. <laughs> I, I think that was him. Maybe it was Dan. Uh, but yeah, one of them definitely, definitely mm, went for that oh, to no. my recollection. Ooh, that is rough. But, you know, I do have fond memories of her as well. And this isn't the, the grandma that I was talking about last time. This mm-hmm. is, you know, grandma on my side. Yeah. Um, Where her toys, <laughs> the toys that she had for us, like she had a little bucket of them because, yeah. you know, we went over to her apartment sometimes. And then she had a slot machine toy. Cause she was all about gambling. So that's where you got it. <laughs> this is very much like this. I can trace this all the way back to my childhood that I was putting money into a slot machine, pushing it. And there was already some quarters in there and it would like cash out some. Yeah. So it was like constantly feeding that. <laughs> so yeah. And then getting like dumped at a casino when I was like 13. That helped. Well, not dumped, but put in the kids play place oh, okay. for hours on end. And then I was like, well, Am I free to go? <laughs> but then going up to my room, 
with my <clears throat> with my uncle mm-hmm. and yeah I don't know <laughs> I, whatever I think I've already told this story to people and it's it's fine they that he started like looking through the movies the pay-per-views or whatever mm-hmm. and then scrolled across adult movies and he's like oh what do you think of that and he like like started to click on him I'm like uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> no. like at that point, like, yes, I had I'm 12, started. Man, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I, I had started to think about like women and stuff like that, but it was definitely like, I know that this is wrong. Yeah. Let's not go there. Mm-hmm. Stop. And then he was like, oh, okay, we'll watch some like action movie or whatever. But yeah. it was like, you. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a fucking creep. Don't, don't be that uncle. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. See, I remember. Um, how was your childhood? <laughs> Um, I remember at my uh, grandma and grandpa's place, uh, it was always squirt. Oh, the drink? Yeah, that was that was the soda they had. It was always squirt. Why? Because they like that. Not like a. a what was the other one? There was a. Damn it, Fresca. Fresca. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I know there's another citrus drink, Fresca. I could picture the can, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, they don't care for Fresca. It was always. Yeah, it was always squirt. I think that was just what um, what my grandpa likes. Um, I bet if we go over to their place, they would still have squirt there right now. Um, and um, and then it was Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs. That's what we had for. That was the toys. Yeah, those were the toys. Okay. Yeah, I miss Lincoln Logs. Those were fun. You know. Yeah, and I feel like they've replaced them with some sort of like bullshit. Oh, I'm sure they have. It's like kids used to be able to build things with their, well, there was a box, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure it showed you how to do it, but it was so basic and simple, Mm -hmm. but you could play for hours. Yeah. And I think just the, you know, us without children talking about what's wrong with kids these days, um, (laughs) like, I think that is just an issue where so much of it is like us growing up, you had to have imagination. It was like Mm -hmm. you had a very basic thing. And you had to make that last. And so you had to imagine something crazy going on around it rather than a, a TV or a screen or whatever showing you something crazy going on. And then mm-hmm. that's just what you always expect. I remember, um, or I think it was the other day I was on the internet and saw like things that kid- today's kids would never understand. Yeah. And it was like the bigger pants bottoms always being soaked with water. Mm hmm. <laughs> And then there was the CDs being in like the inner pocket, like your CD player. Uh, There was a Tamagotchi and -hmm. it was like so many lives lost. It's like, how many times (laughs) do we have like Tamagotchi pets? We're like, we're going to do it this time. And then the next thing you just like forget it is dead. (laughs) I actually never had a Tamagotchi. Oh, dang. Yeah. Like I know what they were. I just never actually had one myself. Right on. Um, But then there was one that was like file downloading. And I don't know anything about like size it like. The numbers yeah. and kilobits and download speeds, like what's good, what's bad, whatever. So it just was like a file. And I was like, mm, I do remember like waiting. Yeah, I remember with Napster because I, rem- I think like an MP3 for like a, a normal regular length song with like normal quality would be like three megabytes. Mm-hmm. And that would take like an hour oh my to God. download. <laughs> and then... Because I was at 56K. 56 kilobits a second. So so that's where I, I don't... That's where my knowledge drops off. That's so, obviously slow. Yeah, because there is... Uh, I think it's 1,024 kilobits in a megabyte. And so three of those. So it's about 3,000 kilobits going at 56 a second. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, and I may be, I might be wrong about that even, but I do remember it was about an hour to to download a song. And then uh, growing up, our internet initially was only up in our, at our computer in our uh, kitchen. And then to get those songs that I downloaded to the computer in my room, I would have to, you know, transfer for it. <laughs> we didn't have any of these flash drives or anything like that. I had a floppy disk and I would have to compress the MP3 into a zip file and then break it up into like 
three different, like three segments, take that floppy drive down to my room and like back and forth a couple times and then put it back together on my computer in my room for every song. Kids will never understand that. Yeah, it was a commitment. Like that. But, you know, I got All Star down on my computer in my room. I can play that song whenever I wanted. Whenever. (laughs) And that's how Smash Mouth ruled the world back then. Yeah. Up until 99. 2001. Yeah. Shrek. But they're back again, you know? They rule the world now. Are they? I well, thought they were kind of done since the singer freaked out on a guy while they were waiting to play All Star. They started they sh- throwing trash at him. and I didn't hear about this story. Yeah, it was a while ago. There was a video where he was getting all all worked up because people were just like, get out with the song. And he's like, oh, you know, you don't wait. I'm not going to play the song yet. But the whole band behind him is just like still playing like the intro thing, just like <laughs> on a loop. Yeah. So they're like, eventually this is going to sort itself out. Right, guys? <laughs> Well, I can imagine being pissed off because so how many times was has All Star been used in different like memes and videos online and how much royalties are they not getting for that? Because like before, if, you know, something went crazy on the radio or on TV, you know, they would get royalty for it. But with like Internet videos, I don't know how any of that works. Like if someone were to take a Charlie Siren song and put it into some video where you know every time we hit a d it speeds up and then oh shit because like they made there are like a million different videos that were made using all-star because it was just like it was the easy target that you can kind of yeah it was manipulate and make fun of but like i don't think they're getting royalty for any of that and i could imagine that being infuriating (laughs) Well, here's here's a here's a solution or a potential solution to that. We'll just reach out to Brian, mm-hmm. um, perfect, and see. Unless you listen, Brian, which I don't, I don't know, um, with the "I Killed Everyone" song because mm-hmm. that went oh, viral yeah. off of um, a meme video. Yeah. So maybe you can get a little insight from that, and we can report back. Yeah. And if Brian doesn't listen, Jeff, ask Brian. No, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Brian's going to be in town uh, the same weekend when. Uh, he's coming up with Jeff. Oh, um, he's Brian's going to stay at the house. Um, I think he just wants to come hang out. Right on. So well, good to know because yeah, yeah, I'll make sure. Wait, is that that's the twenty eighth, right? Through the twenty eighth, that's like the last weekend in June. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Though I'm I'm a little worried. So what episode number are we on right now? We're on thirty eight. Uh, nine. We're on thirty nine. So next week is episode 40 Mm -hmm. the thing that um i think jeff didn't think about is i think jeff thinks he's going to be here for episode 40 oh because he was texting me about um drinking 40s with us for episode 40 you could do it in spirit yeah or we could put a pin we can hold it off for a week i mean Mm. is it really worth that anti like could this you know, this build up to episode 40 really be, you know, the payoff. Yeah, uh, I think. I think we I'm OK with waiting so that we can we can drink with Jeff, given that it is our own anniversary, not anniversary, but it's our <laughs> own milestone. So we can celebrate how we please. And I think it would be more fun with a guest. OK. Milestones with guests. Got it. Or we could just take next week off and force the the one after that to be episode 40 that way we have our cake and eat it too well here at the super burly bros podcast we appreciate you listening through us think through our next episodes yeah um and if you have comments let us know somehow somehow get to us somehow (laughs) um i'm okay with waiting and we can just say hey like right now Mm -hmm. we're gonna take next week off bitches yeah (laughs) Uh, play video games all Sunday next week. Yeah, I'm probably going to just... I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. You can come over and play video games with me. Your road's all fucked up. Not that 100's any better. Yeah, well, 100's okay right now. The exit. Yeah, the the exit's messed up. But... But 
Yeah, road actually, construction. I, Am I right? Road construction. Minnesota people know what we're talking about. Yeah. But anyways, yes. So tune in. Not next week. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't expect, tune in next week. Don't tune in next week. You'll just be upset if you open your app that you listen to this on. Mm-hmm. And. Wah, but please continue to listen through our episodes. Maybe this will give you the time you need to catch up. Yeah. Um, so that you're all up to speed on these episodes. Not that you really even need to listen in chronological order. True. <laughs> There's definitely not a theme. <laughs> I am amazed with the people that like they say that they're going to get started like listening to it. And they do start with episode one. And I'm like, uh, you should probably just start at like 10 or 15 or something. I mean, at this point, yeah, you just like start at 20. Yeah, we we started to really hit our stride there. And they're like, no, I'm going to start at one. I'm like, all right. And but, then they stick with it, though. Yeah. And I'm surprised. So I wouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, I tried to listen through episode one and it was just god awful. Yeah. Like, I can't go back and fix those files now because I've deleted the originals. Mm-hmm. But, but it, yeah, it's just rough. And it I, don't, I don't think so bad. I don't think there's anything that not that you're bad at your portion that you do with the engineering, but I don't think there's anything that could have really been done. Because some of it is us learning, you know, how, to how close to talk to the microphone and <laughs> uh, not make weird mouth noises and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it definitely still still will happen, but I think we've we've cut that down so much. Yeah. And and it's good. It's, it's, it really is like you see where you started and you can just be humble and appreciate like, mm-hmm. you. You're here. Not that this has ever been like, oh, we're this is our money ticket or meal ticket out of this town or whatever. Yeah. But. You know, I was thinking about that because we don't we don't put a whole lot of thought into these episodes. We definitely don't. And like I'm always thinking, like, how can we make it better? How can we drive a few more listeners? Mm -hmm. But I I just don't really I don't know. And I think the thing that's starting to just kind of I've always thought it was weird. And I'm starting to, I guess, accept it a little bit more is um, uh, mainly because when when I'm like talking with coworkers who who listen to it, um, because now I've got. Lisa and Laura, I think. Um, and both of them are just like, yeah, I just like having just a conversation that I can listen to where I can zone out if I want or be listening. And they think it's funny, I guess. So that's cool. Um, and like, I guess I always imagined you had to already be like some kind of famous personality for anyone to want want to listen to you talk. So it just seemed very weird of like, well, we're just going to start doing this. And I was like, why would anyone want to listen to this? Yeah. I mean, we definitely still feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely still do. <laughs> I'm starting to, I guess, just be more comfortable with it in that. Yeah. Some people just want to even listen to not a stranger, but just somebody that somebody sharing their thoughts with the world and they're yeah. willing to listen to that and maybe kind of have their own conversation about what we're talking about to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They could just comment in their head or whatever, or maybe even spark a little interest in something. Yeah. Um, which is great because that I think is, you know, cooler and, you know, gives more, you know, gratification. No. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That, that it, it's not about like, Oh, we haven't hit this many plays or this many people following or whatever. It's mm-hmm. that people, you know, however small, they're still listening. Yeah. They keep coming back and it's not, you know, it's nothing uh, to us to like, we're not bending over backwards to get these things done and yeah. we're just being ourselves. We're yeah. not putting on a fake, fake front. Yeah. So thank you again. Yeah. Thank you. We, we, we really do appreciate it. It, it still seems weird to me that people would want to listen to us. So it's, it's nice. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I think a few episodes we were talking about how you were playing a family trip to go out to California and do the vineyards and, yeah. you know, Star Wars land. Yeah. Um, sorry, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Star Wars land is fine. <laughs> and I was just watching kind of, I don't want to watch too much behind the scenes stuff, but I was just, I was like, yeah, you know, peek behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah. And the, the amount of detail that they put into this place is, you know, from what I've seen is unreal. Yeah. Where it's built up its walls, not walls, but with its um, environment mm-hmm. so tall that you can't see out like the rest of that. The it's park it's that immersive it's that you you don't see some, you know, a magic kingdom 
like yeah. castle or whatever, you only just see Star Wars stuff. Yeah. All the, you know, there isn't Disney branding on any of it. It's, it's all Star Wars and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's insane, but I, I also get it. Like they spent so much money buying the license to, to buy Star Wars. Like you better just, and this, like <laughs> they've made a ton of money already from, from the movies and stuff. And then like the profitable part of Star Wars is merchandise. Like that is what, where they actually make like the lion's share of their money is from like toys. And so having this immersive thing that you go to and they have all these gift shops that are branded or as, you know, star Wars places like the, the location of, you know, in trying to think of the word I want to use, like in lore of where, where you're supposed to be when you go to galaxy's edge is like a place that's in like, one of the books that I've listened to for Star Wars, where they're like, oh, we're at, I think it's Batu. Yep. And Batuu. at um, Black Spire Outpost or something like that. Or So this is a place. Yeah. In, so it's not like you're going to go and, and see, like, why can't it? Like you just start walking. It's like, oh, this is the Hoth themed area of it. And then it kind of just merges into like Dagobah. It's not. That, from my like understanding, that. I think it's all supposed to be you're at this one spot in like this one outpost on this one world that's in like the outer rim or like these unknown regions. And like interesting. Well, that's definitely a, a, a good move on their part because they can, you know, explore this world and expand on this world rather than trying to get some other details of maybe something that we're more familiar with that we would be a little bit more critical of. Yeah. And then they can really expand on it without us like, well, we only know this much about Dagobah and like you can't go here or there. It's like, you don't maybe see you've never seen what this place is. Yeah, exactly. That it's for for a lot of people, it's going to be brand new because I only am familiar with it from one book. And I don't know if they mention it in any of the other you know books they've done since uh, the J.J. Abrams kind of since they wiped away like the expanded universe and started over with stuff. So I think that's really cool of like, you know, they say it and I'm like, oh, wait, I know that name. I know where that is. But, and then I had to go like, look it up. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. it was from this book that I read. And I remember this character who is the bartender at this, you know, place. Yeah. Um, was it, what movie was it where it was the solo movie, right? Where they ended with, um, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did they? Is that going anywhere? See, did I don't we, know. Did we already talk about that? We we may have talked about it when it first came out. Um, and I don't think it was clear then. And I don't think it's clear now. Um, so what I know that they're working on is there's the um, uh, I think it's Rise of Skywalker. That's the the one coming out at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the one at Christmas. Um, they have. John Favreau is doing the Mandalorian TV show. And then they're also doing a um, TV show about um, the guy, like the main guy in um, Rogue One. Uh, and then now I think it's going into like what's well, prequel because he's died at the end of Rogue One. Right. <laughs> but his story's done. Yeah. Um, so they're doing a TV show about him. And then I think it's the guys who did um, Game of Thrones. They are doing a... I'm not sure if they're doing a show or a movie or if it's a series of movies. Because before it was supposed to be Ryan Johnson who did uh, The Last Jedi. But I think that may have gotten canned after there was... Internet nerds got upset about how that played out. (laughs) Goddamn internet nerds. Yeah make the rest of us normal nerds look weird yeah but speaking of john favreau uh he has a new show on netflix called the chef we were um watching some of that yesterday actually um or i just kind of walked in and someone had it on yeah which uh did you see it with bill burr no i missed that it was um they were with the people from avengers okay yeah i don't think i got that far but that show 
oh, when he's just like talking about like prepping all this stuff, you can just like watch the chef that was like guiding him during that movie. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, come, come on, <laughs> just just do it right or do it like this or like yeah. you can just see it kind of like. Kind of that frustration him. when you're trying to teach someone something and they're just not getting it quite yeah. right. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> For background, I taught Dustin how to play guitar and I did a very bad job. Hey, it took us places. That, mm-hmm. that like that's you know, that's the ultimate goal. Is yeah. it, it went somewhere. I taught you guitar and then we played on warp tour. So Yeah. Yeah. That's you're welcome. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um but yeah, the, the funny thing was where the guy, they were making beignets, mm-hmm. which is just a, a, a deep fried puff pastry. Um, and John Favreau is just using a box mix. Mm-hmm. And the guy that is like dropping them in the oil or whatever. Yeah. He tries one and John's like, mm, this is pretty okay. And you can just see like after the first bite, that guy's like, I'm going to spit this out. Nope. I'm going to try and chew it. What? Nope. Fuck it. And he like spits it out. And they're like, what is it? Is it not good? And he's like, I don't want to say this, but fuck it. The box mix is like a year old. Like you could just tell <laughs> from the taste of it that it was just not right. Dang. You know, I'm, I got to say, I think I'm glad to not have that refined of a palate. Cause I think that would be infuriating of like to be so judgmental of food when like you have to eat every day, like it's not one of those things like, oh, I I only like the finest scotch whiskey. So I'm, you know, I only get... I can only drink this one specific brand and yeah, it's ridiculous. But I, you know, I don't drink scotch every day or I only have this, you know, a sip every day. But it's like, oh, I'm supposed to eat three meals a day and I'm going to get like spit out my food if it's not up to the standard. Like that's got to be terrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that refined of a palate, but I definitely know <clears throat> like when food has been like overcooked or if it's lacking this or that. Mm-hmm. And last night, Jackie was making spaghetti sauce from scratch, which turned out wonderful. It was great. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> no, it, um, because we're doing the imperfect produce now. So we get fresh produce delivered to us on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. For $20 a month, not a paid advertisement, but check it out if you'd like to uh, get some awesome produce that just may have a little lump or bump on it. Oh, okay. And she got a, a bunch of tomatoes for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to just mash these up and make a tomato sauce. So she did and then tasted it. I'm like, okay, it's really good. But it just needed a little bit of sugar to just kind of like tone down all that like acidity and salt. Yeah. So after I just put in a dash of that, it's like. But knowing like what it needed mm-hmm. was actually kind of nice. Yeah, I could I can imagine. I I definitely don't have that type of thing. Like I can tell if something needs salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> the the biggest kicker was afterwards. As I was eating it, I'm like, fuck, there are a lot of seeds in this. I really should have told her to de-seed all the tomatoes before she, like, mashed them, mashed this down. But then thought, eh, just let it be. Just thinking of Jarek mashing the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he just, and he's like, what? What do you guys listen? What do you, because... All four, or yeah, all four of us were just staring at him. So for some background, uh, a friend of uh, Dustin and I's is moving out of state. So um, he had a little going away party the other day uh, at Psycho Susie's. So we went, we were hanging out, we had dinner, and he had this pizza. And after every bite he took, he'd try and fold his pizza more. And it got to the point where, like, he's talking and it must have just been unconscious of what he was doing. And he's just mashing his pizza together and he's talking with us and nobody's listening and just watching him just destroy this pizza. <laughs> it was like he was trying to fold into like origami of this pizza with yeah. his hand on like subconsciously. Like it must have just been like one of those like how you kind of like fidget with your fingers or something when you're yeah. talking as you're like recoiling your hand. Like I'm not doing anything right yeah. now, but <laughs> going to sit on my hands. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? Um, just kind of like, I need something to kind of like fidget with. Yeah. The funny thing was, but he was um, also, you know, he's, he's under a lot of stress right now and yeah. I'm sure that plays into it. Yeah. Moving cross country is not yeah easy, especially when you're, it's 
kind of your hand is forced into it. Uh, the really funny thing though was um Tane was recounting this for um like Ellie or someone at the house the other day and he was so pissed off about it like because he was talking about it but he's like I was just getting so frustrated just watching him just smash this pizza I'm like Bro. Really, dude, like, calm down. It was hilarious. Yeah, but he, like, like, that's not your pizza. Even him just recounting it, he was getting like, I could see he was getting worked up like, about it. Yeah, tapping his hands on his lap. Yeah, he was so frustrated. Tane, if you if you still listen to this podcast, what what what's up? What gives? Does he listen? He said at one point, unless he was just like bullshitting and being like interested in it, but he was oh. listening to podcasts for a while when he was, I think it was when he was doing a lot of that office edit video video editing. Oh, okay. See, I I didn't know he ever was listening. I'm, I'm pretty sure because he or at least he listened to one episode. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think the audio is pretty OK here. You can try this and tweak that. Oh, so okay. it was like really early on, like after we I, I remember first that crew, now. which we definitely didn't do again. But I think that's OK. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was hey. like, what was the name of that brewery? <laughs> North Star. Nope. North. Northern. Some. Nope. Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer. Yes. Yeah, we got to remember the name because they listen to us. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. But yeah, either way, not discredit, not not saying anything. Just yeah. saying we didn't do, we thought we were going to make another brew over the summer. Oh, yeah, because we were going to try and get some for 4th of July. Yes. Do we still have time for that? Definitely not. No? Unless there's a way to do like a quick brew. Ooh, no. See, we, we would have had to start, I think, last week. We could have made it. Fuck. We need four weeks. Was it four weeks? I thought it was eight weeks. No. No, I'm pretty sure it was two weeks of fermenting and then two weeks or I guess it was still fermenting, but um then you pop then you the bottle little, them. Then you bottle them and then, and you then have another to sit two for weeks. Week. And then they're like, yeah, more times better, but Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, so close. We could have done it. Dang. Well, I guess we'll just have to Pick up our own brews. Yeah. All right. I can deal with that. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think someone was saying. Oh, nope. Jack, Jackie's just sent me a text asking about an update on the bunnies. Mm. I don't know. They're all dead. Rabbits do for <laughs> all. I mean, you know, it, I don't want to interfere with nature. Yeah. But I definitely I'm terrified to mow my lawn right now. Mm hmm. Yeah, I could, I could imagine. I get, I get worried about it too because we have a lot of bunnies and like running in our yard. But I think most of them live over in Sharon's yard, mm-hmm. so I think you know the, that responsibility is on her. But it's, and is Sharon the younger person or is she the older person? She's the older deaf lady. She mows her lawn a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know that she doesn't need to do it that much? Um, I think. Well, she's. I'm pretty sure she's retired. I don't think she has much else to do. She just takes care of her yard and feeds animals. No. She's always just putting out like seed and stuff for birds and for the squirrels and bunnies. So she's like luring them in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just Dutch and Maisie are just staring at the window like, go get you. Yeah. No, actually, they're pretty chill. They don't really. I mean, I haven't seen them. Yeah, get too amped up like when we were at the cabin and they heard something they weren't like got to go that way got to check that out yeah no they're they do pretty well i think they mainly just get worked up with about humans being like coming near our house and stuff like that um i think Maisie probably gets worked up with all the machinery that's out in the street right now like seeing the shadows of it at night or um i think more just when there are actually like guys working or like you know big bobcat doing whatever out in the you mean they actually do stuff (sighs) sort of (laughs) speaking speaking of they're they're trying (laughs) i was you know not you know unsurprising news i was in a taco bell Mm drive-thru and where the fuck did it go (laughs) i found this video god damn that's two that's two gds i dropped on this show just today i'm sorry that's fine. So I'm just make sure the volume's down because it's not important for this video. So I'll post this later, but 
What? Wait, what did it just pick up? Did it pick up something? No, but it went over the guy's head. Like I thought it was going to like oh. actually like crush this guy's skull. <laughs> um, but the funny thing about this is that he was, I was trying to get, this is what I was trying to get on video. Let me, mm-hmm. let me start over here. There was a, uh, like a digger thing, big digger construction thing. Yeah. Um, and it was pounding a steel pipe into the ground. Oh shit. So I, was, I just heard this like, go, 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 go. <laughs> and I look and I see it just kind of like bobbing up and down. So I grabbed my camera and like mm-hmm. start filming it. But the second I started filming it, it just like swiped over and then like scooped. And I thought it was going to scoop that guy's head off. <laughs> but the way the camera angle is, it like literally scoops and its head disappears. Oh, <laughs> so that's what I was, you know. Yeah. Thinking. But with the Taco Bell lately, I, I've noticed there have been a lot of old people at these fast food places. And I just wonder, like, did you go to Taco, like the first Taco Bell, like back in the day? <laughs> Or is this like new, exciting food that you've never heard of or seen? And then you're going out to it. I imagine it's probably just, I think, just regular. Like, I don't know when Taco Bell first started, but I'm going to look it up now. Um, But I imagine it's just regular. Yeah, because, I mean, I've seen. (laughs) So this wasn't at Taco Bell. This was actually at a Burger King when Jackie and I went for Jackie's mom's birthday when we bought, uh, printed that ridiculous picture that I made for them. Mm-hmm. And this guy was literally reprogramming his new cell phone out of numbers from his like old school oh, no. book. But he was like drinking his coffee and just like pushing the same button. Like not even that fast. It was like <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Programming several phone numbers into his new phone. <laughs> but you know, March 21st, 1962. Okay. So since the 60s. Yeah. I mean, I just like, could you imagine if you were like a diehard Taco Bell fan then and you just kind of like followed it? Yeah. Or maybe it's like, oh, I never tried that Taco Bell place because or like my family we didn't do that. We were eating normal food. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just can't imagine anyone having like that outlook about really any fast food chain that's for the most part nationwide, at least as far as I know. Cause I, you know, like in and out and Whataburger and um, like Rocky Rococo's even like those I get where like, Oh, they only have a few locations in certain areas of the country or whatever. But like, you know, like a McDonald's or a Burger King or whatever, like they're everywhere. I can't imagine just not seeing one. And yeah. Or just even having just that fascination to it. I like, I could be like, Oh, I've just never eaten there. But like when you do finally go, it's not like, Oh, what is this? It's, Oh, it's Mexican food. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I do wish, I do wish that they would, you know, start to branch out, have more Whataburgers and more, in and outs or shake shacks. Yeah. Just like, come on people, let's, let's share this, but it does make those places special and like, Oh, you got to go here. Cause you know, how many times do you go to, you know, when you say someone like, Oh, I'm going to Los Angeles for, Oh, you got to go to to in and out. It's like, I know (laughs) I've been there. I've done that. But yeah, I wonder if there are like, if you were to apply for a franchise license, I don't know actually even how you, do any of that mm-hmm. but like if they have certain requirements of like you need to be within oh you like you can't as, be within this many miles of uh this uh, place or that place or yeah right? like i don't i don't know if there are any like restrictions like that if because i i do wonder like why hasn't someone made an in and out in the midwest yeah i mean i do remember there was an article many 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 years ago that there was going to be one in st louis park yeah, I remember that. I feel like that's... But it never materialized. All these just rumors. Yeah. Um, and plus, this, the location that they were looking at, to my knowledge, it was it would have been a shit location anyways. It would have been by the Taco Bell that I got food poisoning at. Nice. Which I went back to... No, wait, I didn't. I went to the White Castle to try those burgers, mm. which are still awesome and a part of their permanent menu, which is awesome. I'm amazed you didn't get food poisoning from the White Castle. No, I've never, they've never yet to do me wrong, but man, poor Taco Bell. 
So just curious, when did you when did you get the food poisoning from Taco Bell? That would have been like 2013 or 12. Okay. Did you, um, were you gun shy about it after it or did you just like, well, oh, no, I went straight. To, <laughs> like I never went, I put a, a note to myself, like don't ever go back to that Taco Bell. To that one. But I've gone to other ones and all the ones that I frequent <laughs> are legit. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm thinking of, um, David right now. Cause he got food poisoning from Taco Bell in, I think it was the mid to late two thousands. And he put a five-year ban on Taco Bell for himself because he um, he didn't go. It was a year for every time he threw up because of it. Oh wow, David. That, <laughs> Dave, that's some that is some commitment. And are you finally back to eating it now? Yeah, he's back to it now. I know that. <laughs> like that 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 just a five-year ban for eat or a year ban for each time he threw up on it. I think it was either four or five years. Um, I must have had it easy because I'm pretty sure all I remember was now. Okay. Now, I don't want to get gross, but I am curious if, yeah. if David, if you are still listening to the show and, and you want to respond, let us know. But when you were, are you counting like each individual incident of like, Oh, I threw up or is it each time you gag and produced any vomit? Sorry mm. for all the listeners that might be a little too far. Yeah. I'm just curious to know, like it was it each time you heaved or was it, Oh, I got to go to the bathroom again. I got to throw up. Yeah. I would be curious about that, too, because I've never asked that question to him. Because I guess I got it easy with, to my recollection of when I had food poisoning, it was a few, like, heaves right away. Just getting it out. Getting and then it you're out. Done. And then I just felt gross. Mm-hmm. I didn't throw up again. And then the next day I had, like, aches, chills, and sweats. Okay. You know, I could see this going either way. Because I know um, nobody likes throwing up, obviously. It's, it's not fun. But I know... David and Sarah are proud members of the non-puking students club of they got through all of college without throwing up from alcohol or anything like that. And that's a thing, I guess I, they made it up themselves, but <laughs> just the two of them, like, you know what? I never did. I never did either. Cause I know cause Sarah's, she is like mortified about throwing up. Like even I think when she was pregnant and having like morning sickness, like, it was like a big deal of when she was, you know, going to start trying to be get pregnant of like, there's going to be morning sickness. Like this is a, th- and a I think thing she, you can't get around. Yeah. And I think she actually managed to go through one or maybe both without actually throwing up. That Interesting. Just taking a ton of the um, um, whatever you take for like nausea. Um, but I think she at least did one without actually throwing up ever. Yeah. See, I, I do agree like nobody likes throwing up, but I definitely don't like fear it. And I like I don't try and resist. I just just go with it. Just let it out. You'll probably feel better. That because that was I had that same feeling for quite a while because I I get a lot of anxiety um, and I definitely used to a lot more about throwing up. Sorry because, that this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a very vomit heavy episode. We didn't plan on this. It's just where it went. <laughs> we got to accept that this just is go with it. Yeah. And that is the thing that I because if I did drink a lot and I was going to get sick, you know, for quite a while, I would always be trying to like, you know, push it down. But I'd be miserable. I would be, you know, I would feel sick for, you know, an hour or two. And then I'd finally throw up anyway. And then it'd be like relief, but I'd be like just having fought it for so long that Mm -hmm. I would still be miserable. And now it's a lot easier of just, yeah, just lean into it and Mm -hmm. it'll be over and then you'll feel better. Drink some water unless you're sick. I feel like there is difference. Like when you, when you drink too much and your body's like, Hey, we got to get this stuff out of here. Yeah. Versus when you're like physically like ill. Yeah. And there's like nothing because then you're just kind of like in a funk already. It's not like you were having a fun time. Because it's your body trying to do it, but it's not actually achieving its goal Mm -hmm. when you have like a real illness. Whereas like if it's just too much alcohol, it's like, yeah, get this out. Oh, it's gone now. We're cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say I haven't thrown up sober since I was in third grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's. Oh, wait, no, that was week long diarrhea. (laughs) Which was the best doctor's note I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry for we we try very hard not to get too gross on this on the show, but 
you know, this is just, I guess, an exception. We had to get it out. <laughs> Much like week-long diarrhea. <laughs> purge. Purge. <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's it's never fun to do, like... But, yeah, sober. it's... I will say it is having been had so much anxiety about it but now being more kind of over it and maybe it is just from you know i've always not always i'm usually drunk when i'm throwing up that maybe that just makes it easier just i'm already you know i'm very buzzed so you know it just seems fine Mm -hmm. but yeah it is just it's a very natural thing like where your body just knows what to do Cause I always worry about like, Oh, I'm going to choke on it or whatever. Right. But it's just like, Nope. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this seems like a natural place to end it. But, but before we go once again, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you. If you, if you stuck through this whole episode, thank you. And, and happy father's day to all the people that were celebrating Father's Day yesterday. Yes. We love you all. We love you. And and dads, you know, thanks for making it happen. Keep being dads. Keep being dads. <laughs> and right. keep it spicy. See it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> it's not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>